0: Welcome to the Hypnosis NGH Podcast. This podcast series offers a fun and serious look at hypnosis and offers various ideas, discuss case studies, along with NGH educational opportunities. this is Jeremy Bashan with the National Guild of Hypnotists and today for the NGH podcast our featured guest is Petra Fries. Hello Petra how are you doing today?
1: Hi Jeremy thank you for having me I'm doing great thank you how are
0: excellent. you? Excellent excellent we're doing excellent here at the NGH uh, you know we we uh, the whole uh, premise behind the, the uh, NGH podcast is find out more about our uh, our featured members and, and presenters, um, can you tell us a little bit more about how how you how did you get started in the profession, Petra?
1: Oh, it's a long story. <laughs> I make it short and concise here. My educational background is in science and engineering. I hold master's degrees in engineering and in human genetics, and I pursued the yeah the scientific career until life taught me a very tough lesson our daughter got severely sick at age 10 and the medical world the modern medicine could not help her anymore and they told us she would not survive the night and as a mother I followed my what I called at this time instincts and I talked to her I constantly talked to her. I didn't know any better, right? And today, our daughter is a grown up woman. She is a lawyer and she is doing amazing. So, with hindsight, I wanted to understand what sa- had saved her life. And with hindsight, I learned that this, what I had done, is called hypnosis, hypnotherapy. <laughs> And my scientific mind wanted to understand more. So I started that journey of learning, studying, practicing. And then I years later, I started the trainings, the professional trainings and certifications. And eventually I became an instructor for hypnosis. And this led me to change my career path entirely because it was life-changing, right? And Ten years ago, actually, it's almost to the day. Ten years ago, I founded my first business, my hypnosis practice, and this is what I'm still doing. I work with hypnosis oh, and therapy.
0: That's amazing. You know, it it's, uh, it truly is amazing what the power of of words can yeah. can do and can heal and and reprogram the mind and. Um, you know, really, really tap into parts of the brain that, you know and, and coming from a scientific background, um, you know, you've really jumped into uh, delving into uh, why and and how um, and and it's great that you have a thriving business today and it's wonderful that your daughter's doing so well and uh, but you know that, it does take uh, you know some of the folks I've spoken to it sometimes it, it takes something in their lives for them to to make a change. Um, and with you, it, obviously your daughter was was that catalyst to to this uh, career and profession. Now do you have any specialties um, specialties that you that you work with uh, in your t- in your practice today?
1: If I had to put it in a nutshell, I would say it's trauma. But this is a little tricky because I believe that the root cause of almost all our issues is trauma in one way or the other. So it presents itself or the symptoms of trauma are very different, right? It shows up as addiction or addictive behavior. It shows up as pain unexplainable pain, chronic pain, autoimmune diseases. So so those are the, and sexual dysfunction. So I think this is also one thing that I see a lot and that's that's something that also influences our entire life, right? If sexuality doesn't work, relationships aren't as happy, self-esteem, all the things that, go along with it it's a basic human need and so is solving or getting free from addictive behaviors when we are tied to something that controls us we are not free and when we right. tackle the trauma when we work on solving the trauma I think we solve most of the accompanying issues and symptoms
0: when, yeah it, and that's true it, you know it could it could, could tie back to this one thing that alleviates uh, everything else once that's settled um you know through through the years uh in your in your trainings or have you had any um mentors in in your uh professional life in your trainings that you you would say you know these these are the the people who who made that difference um and steered me? Yeah. yeah can you share uh, with us a little bit about uh, of some course. of your
1: mentors yeah of course i mean in, in general i think we all need at least one great mentor we look up to to be that lighthouse for us, right? To to know, oh, this is something I would like to learn and want to achieve. And it's also when we struggle, right? Those mentors are usually the people who tell us, you get through this, keep going. <laughs> yeah, one of yeah. my, my first and main mentors in regards to hypnosis was Jerry Kine. I learned from Jerry Kine. I learned from Hans-Rudy Wipf. I learned from Don Martin, Ron Eslinger. And you can name all the, the great people. Larry Garrett is such a kind person. And he took me under his wings without me even realizing that he was mentoring me, that he supported me, that he helped me. In the beginning, it was so so gentle, yet so profound. And I really wanted mention him here Larry Garrett I'm very very grateful for you the NGH we are still the group right and I learn I would say every day but at least every year at the convention
0: yeah
1: (laughs) great place to learn to connect to exchange what what goes well and what we struggle with right these are the things I, I think we become mentors to each other that's true. That is true. Mm-hmm. I also learn from my students and graduates every time this is an exchange. And I think learning goes both ways. And,
0: and that's, and that's really neat to see, you know, the full circle. And yeah. now you're, you're, you're the mentor to your students and uh, passing on the knowledge that you've learned from your mentors as well. And um, let's uh you you started your business in 2013, right? Officially, officially, and and joined then. That's and that's around the same time you had joined the NGH. It was 2013. Now uh, you've been a presenter at many NGH conventions, and um, and you know the 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 learning that goes on at the conference. You're right. I mean, you could take trainings from from new people, from, uh, from people who have been established, but you still take something out of it. You may not agree with what some people are saying, but there's always some nugget of knowledge, you know, or that may help you out or, or maybe like may open your mind to be like, Oh, well, yeah, actually, you know, that's, that's something that's, I didn't think of it that way. Um, Correct. What what type of presentations will be uh, will you be offering at this year's conference uh, as a faculty member?
1: So this year I am going to speak about two different topics. One is body language communication and body language, and the other topic is um, going to be about a yeah a plan when hope is needed and when you work with severe illnesses like cancer, for instance. And it's based on, or it's reflected in my first book, Your Script for Hope. And it's kind of a roadmap. What I do with my clients when they come and seek help, when they have a devastating diagnosis, when they have received a diagnosis, which usually gets along with a prognosis. And this is not necessarily what we have to fulfill, right? We don't have to fit into that scheme of prognosis. And oftentimes, and I'm assuming many of us have the same experience, people come and see us as hypnotists as their last resort. I've never had a client telling me, okay, I just got this diagnosis and you're the first person i try to work with. <laughs> <laughs> Usually we're at the end of that chain, right? And... Oftentimes I hear them saying them means my clients saying, "You're my last hope. And this little bit of hope, this is what we should kindle. And when when people have hope again, then they they feel they they can take action. I mean, hope doesn't doesn't help, doesn't really heal, right? But it's necessary to empower us to take action. And the roadmap, what I do with my clients, from seeing them the first time they have a devastating diagnosis and diagnosis, and what I do with them to get them to the point that they say, "Okay, I can tackle that. I got that." This is the the one, yeah, program I'm going to teach, and the other one I mentioned first is body language, and I feel and I see this every time again that understanding being able to read body language propels our success forward so tremendously because when we can read the tiniest signs in our client's face or body we are so much more efficient in giving them the treatment that they require
0: sure sure yeah
1: and if the body telling us the secrets that the client may not even be aware of or cannot put into words right and when we can read and translate this we can help our clients more efficiently i think
0: absolutely now petra with with the um the the body language is this something that you need to do in person with a client or can you do it uh through zoom sessions with the client Uh, Are you able to still read their body language through a a virtual type system like, you know, Zoom, like we're on that now?
1: Absolutely. Yes. If the camera, if it's a good camera, if the lighting is good, I mean, you can only read what you can see with the camera frame, right? In person, you you usually can see the entire person. This is the limitation, I assume. But other than that, it works also. Okay, great.
0: And, and you've been teaching this, the body language um, course for for quite a few years. I know you are featured at the uh, Solid Gold Weekend out in Las Vegas, uh, one of our other conferences that we hold. Um, and we we get great reviews every time that you, you do teach that course. Um, Thank you. So so I'm sure many people will really be looking forward to that. Now, uh, what would you tell others? Why? Why should you attend the NGH convention?
1: there are multiple reasons (laughs) one of the reasons it's not so technical but this is connection right meet with like-minded people and as you said earlier you don't necessarily have to agree to what other people say but it's always food for thought and it gives you a new perspective you can see things from a different angle and exchanging your thoughts what you are going through what works well in your practice what doesn't the case studies this is this is i think one of the main things the main reasons to attend the convention to meet and exchange and make connections and reconnect with people you have not seen for a year or even longer right sure another reason of course is learning learning in a a group learning from people who have different experiences than you have. I mean, it's the same topic, but hypnosis is something that we do with our personality. And the personal touch, the addition to the technique, I think makes it so unique. And this is the art of doing hypnosis. And when you can see other people apply the same technique, you can learn, right? And sometimes it's the tiny things how you change your voice, what you say in a specific situation, the tiny things, right? I think the, the curriculum we learn when, when we get certified, but the tiny tweaks that make it so, so unique, this is what we learn at the convention.
0: Oh, that's the great. Newest,
1: the newest science, of course, as well, right? The newest information. So yes, we all, or I, I assume we all read and educate ourselves what's new what's going on but if you get it presented it's somehow easier to absorb
0: sure sure it's funny because the you know hypnosis is is such a an old old profession it goes back to you know ancient sleep temples and uh but it, it is you're right there are always uh, there's always new information and you know scientific information that's coming out about it that we didn't know about or or a new new way to do an old thing you know it's in it, in deliver it in a different format that might be more effective, um, but it is really neat to see the different styles from different hypnotists meld uh, at the conference and and some of the learning you learn you know, in the hallways when when you're networking with people, right, rather than the courses themselves. So, you know, that's
1: when you say, oh, this is something I do not want to apply in my practice, right? This is also something that you learn. It, It gives clarity when you know, this is what I want to do. This resonates with me or something that I don't want to do because it doesn't resonate or it doesn't light me up so much. Because I truly believe when we do what we love, we are good at. And when we find out what we don't love so much, we don't have to do this, right? There are people that get excited about this specific topic. And gaining clarity, I think, is, is very important. And this is what the conf- conference helps also. I recently read a study and I forgot in which, which newspaper or which outlet it was. And the study stated that conventional psychotherapy doesn't work. And I was shocked. I think it was New York Times, but I'm sorry, I am not 100% certain I will send you. You cut this, please, right? I will send it to you (laughs) you. But the study states that conventional therapy done over 10, 20, 30 years does not work this was this shook up my world i mean i have a phd in psychology this it doesn't work (laughs) why why have we been doing this for so many years why have we been spending so much money on this kind of therapy sure and is it, it explains to me what i'm so why i'm so intrigued and why i'm so passionate about hypnosis because it reaches
0: different levels of the mind it does it does yeah it's, it it really is amazing and we have amazing people in the profession including you and and the work that you've done and uh the the people who you've trained who look up to you and uh you know we just we're so happy that you you continue to spread your knowledge to all of our members um before i let you go petra i i just want to know is there anything that you want us to know about you or, or something that we don't know, uh, you know, about you that, that you want to share?
1: I don't know, maybe you know, I assume you know, because I assume everyone knows, but what I really want to share is that I served as a firefighter. And this is something that I'm really proud of. And this is again, community, right? People serve for people people serving people. And I think this is a mindset that carries through my life. Hypnosis, being a firefighter, being a scientist, doing science, this is for people. And that's something, that's a mindset I, I really want to share here, that when we all live our lives with the idea, with the intention of being of service, I think we can create that peaceful, loving life that we, most of us desire.
0: And and that's so gratifying, you know, you, you, you obviously, um, you know, you and I have known each other for many years and, and, you know, I, I already, I knew your background a little bit, and I know that, uh, it doesn't surprise me the the uh, way that you've gone through helping professions in in what and they could be so different from each other, but they're so still the same. You yeah. serving and helping people. Well, I wanted to thank you so much, Petra, for taking your time today for, and sharing with our NGH members. Uh, we we can't wait to see you in August and look forward to for another great convention this year uh, in Marlborough, Massachusetts. So thank you so much for your time.
1: Thank you so much, Jeremy. It's my pleasure. All thank right,
0: you. Patrick. you have a wonderful day.
1: Thank you for listening to the hypnosis NGH
0: podcast. You're welcome to share your ideas for future podcasts by emailing us NGH at NGH.net.